Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Killer with two victims. I'm Neil Augenstein. If you ride these trains, you may need a backup plan starting Friday. I'm Mike Marilla. Major metro projects shut down six stations. A significant work that has to get done. I'm Luke Luker. And the awards about to go on the air will tell you about the winners throughout the night. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The largest private sector nurses strike in U.S. history is underway in Minnesota. Roughly 15,000 nurses from 15 Twin Cities and Duluth area hospitals are on the picket line through Wednesday over wages, staffing and safety issues. Hospital leaders are calling their wage demands unaffordable. CBS's Naomi Ruckham. Thousands of Minnesota nurses walked off the job Monday. The hospital would like you to think that this is all about money. That is simply not true. Launching a three-day strike in the face of stalled negotiations. Negotiations. We are tired of not being able to provide for our patients. The nurses from seven health care systems in the Minneapolis and Duluth areas say they're dealing with severe staff shortages that have created unsafe conditions for staff and patients. Military members stomp their feet, marking the start of a vigil in Scotland for Queen Elizabeth II, CBS's Nora O'Donnell. Long lines of mourners are paying their respects to the late queen. The monarch's coffin with a 500-year-old crown atop is lying in rest at St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. We witnessed a solemn tradition. King Charles III and his three siblings stood guard. According to a new motion by the Department of Justice, it objects to only one proposed special master candidate recommended by former President Trump's legal team. That's Paul Huck Jr. No reason given for the objection. In Ukraine, President Volodymyr Zelensky touts his troops taking back northeastern ground from Russian troops more than 200 days after the invasion of his country started. California officials say calmer weather is helping them battle the biggest wildfire of the season. The mosquito fire is moving slowly now, but 11,000 residents remain under evacuation orders. It's one of about a dozen blazes burning in the west. This man is in Washington state. He evacuated. Cinders, three, four inches were coming down burning, so we figured it was time to get out. In Boston, President Biden recommits America to ending cancer as we know it. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The president's cancer moonshot sets the goal of a 50% reduction in cancer deaths in the next 25 years. Mr. Biden spoke from the JFK Library in Boston on the 60th anniversary of John F. Kennedy's call to do the hard things like sending Americans to the moon. Imagine getting a simple shot instead of a grueling chemo or getting a pill from a local pharmacy instead of invasive treatments. Mr. Biden, who lost his son Bo to brain cancer, told the crowd in Boston the cancer moonshot was one of the reasons he ran for president. This is CBS News. Dell semi-annual sale has arrived. Save big on PCs with Windows 11 Pro. Dell Technologies recommends Windows 11 Pro for business. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Breaking news on WTOP. This is brand new tonight involving the Mar-a-Lago Donald Trump top secret documents investigation. Both CNN and the Washington Post are reporting that the Justice Department has accepted a Donald Trump nominee for special master. 
that potentially clears the path for Mar-a-Lago documents to be reviewed by this independent person. We are still working to find out names or a name here of the uh, nominee that seems to be acceptable to both sides. We'll bring it to you as soon as more information comes in. But the Justice Department has accepted a Trump nominee to serve as special master, and we may be headed down that path tonight. We'll watch it for you on WTOP. The weather certainly has been rattling a lot of us as we drive tonight. Starting to clear out, unless you're on the eastern shore, Steve Prince of Valley is live with Storm Team 4. What do you see tonight, Steve? Hi there, Dimitri. Well, thankfully, much quieter weather right now. Number one, the flood watch has been canceled. Excellent news. It was a rough afternoon, but of course, Mike was keeping you safe on the air on WTOP. And uh, there was some damage out in Culpeper County with the trees and uh, trees down from some powerful thunderstorms. But right now, storms are pushing out of uh, Anne Arundel County into the bay, still near Annapolis, some very heavy rainfall up toward Arnold. Also a batch of some uh, rain, again, not severe, back toward the Shenandoah Valley as you head into uh, Frederick County, Virginia, just to the west of Winchester and Strasburg. The good news that marks the cold front. Behind these showers and thunderstorms, we're going to see much drier weather with lower humidity and a lot of sunshine coming up these next few days. I'll share the good news in the forecast coming up on Weather on the 8th, Dimitri. Thank you, Steve. Now, storms that swept through earlier that both us uh, Steve and Mike Steneford were discussing. They've knocked out power along the way, but we seem to be getting better in that department, too. Pepco reports just 90 customers remain without power in Montgomery County. Fairfax County Dominion Energy reporting 88 homes and businesses are out, and they are working to get everybody back online. They don't know when the power will fully be back for everyone, but we will stay in touch to find out for you. 805, the man who police believe killed three women in our area, two in Fairfax County, one in the nation's capital, has been called the shopping cart killer. He's not been charged locally, but he is now facing charges for two murders in Harrisonburg, Virginia. WTOP's Neil Augenstein was there when prosecutors laid out some of their evidence earlier today. Here in Harrisonburg District Court, prosecutors showed the judge surveillance video from a Howard Johnson's motel. Beth Redman and then weeks later, Tanita Smith, each were seen going into room 336 with Anthony Robinson, but not coming out alive. The video showed him pulling body-sized objects wrapped in sheets out of the room in a shopping cart. The autopsies found both women had plastic bags over their heads and their arms bound behind them. The judge did find probable cause. The grand jury will consider indictments next week. In Harrisonburg, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Several large railroad labor unions say they plan to strike if a new contract with big rail companies such as CSX isn't done by Friday. Now, you might say, might say, I'm not affected by freight rail, so it really doesn't affect me, but it will affect you. If you take Mark, VRE, or Amtrak, several lines could be affected, as we hear tonight from WTOP's Mike Marilla. If there's no deal and you depend on Mark trains on the Camden or Brunswick lines to get to and from work, you'll need to make other plans. That's because CSX owns the tracks those trains ride on, and trains will be forced not to run if a strike happens. For Mark riders, some MTA commuter buses, in addition to Wamada and ride-on buses, will honor Mark tickets. So will Mark's Penn line, which won't be impacted. VRE also doesn't own its track, so it won't run either if the strike happens. As for Amtrak, it owns most of its Northeast Corridor tracks, so getting between D.C., New York, and Boston won't be a problem, but heading south of D.C., you could see an impact. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Metro riders in Alexandria are on shuttle buses for the next six weeks. Six blue and yellow line stations south of Reagan National are shut off from rail service as Metro now connects the long-awaited Potomac Yard Station. At the same time, it started a nine-month renovation project on the Yellow Line Bridge and Tunnel. 
WTOP's Luke Lukert has all that. It is a long time ago. You wait till school starts. It don't make no sense. Some riders are angry with the timing of the two projects, especially since there was time during a significant rider drop due to the pandemic. Metro GM Randy Clark. There's an enormous amount of planning and logistics work that goes into projects like this, so we can't just change direction quickly. Clark was at the King Street Station in Alexandria helping customers load up on the shuttles and offered some advice for the next few weeks. Know your route. Uh, try to practice it, if you will, before you absolutely need it. Engage with us and give yourself a few extra minutes, certainly. In Alexandria, Luke Luger, WTOP News. Again, repeating the breaking news from just the past few minutes, the Justice Department tonight says it is open to a judge appointing one of the candidates that former President Trump's legal team put forward as special master to review the documents seized from Mar-a-Lago. It's according to a court filing this evening reported by CNN and The Washington Post. DOJ says senior judge Raymond Deary is acceptable, along with its two previously proposed selections, retired federal judges Barbara Jones and Thomas Griffith. We'll continue to follow it here on WTOP. Meantime, Congress has passed a historic bipartisan climate change bill. Now the White House has to put that into action. And next we'll hear from Politico's Zach Coleman about how that's going. Stay with Get us. Get a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're back with Bob in the traffic center. In Maryland, 301 northbound at 214. Did have the crash. Initially, all traffic was stopped as the car ran into a telephone pole there. So be alert. You may be getting by at times under police direction. At other times, you may find traffic stopped. Beltway on the outer loop in Montgomery County, heavy and slow. Beginning near Connecticut Avenue, the crash is just before 355 along the left side. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. Pretty much the same up and down 270. And 50 out to the Bay Bridge is doing quite well. In Virginia, only problem was on 66 westbound of the ramp to Route 50 where police were dealing with a truck that was stopped on the ramp. I think they may have cleared that now. Uh, don't think that is still the case, um, that it is blocking the ramp anymore. Meanwhile, things are doing pretty well on 395 and 95 as far south as Fredericksburg. And in the district, did have a crash on the ramp from the outbound 11th Street Bridge to southbound I-295 was a spin-out on that ramp, which happens a lot whenever it's wet. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs, and next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Thunderstorms in Maryland are almost entirely east of the Chesapeake Bay now, but if you're in the Severna Park area, to the east of Glen Burnie, still some storms there, leaving that area, pushing across the bay. Much of the Washington area now with light sprinkles or no rain at all as we cool off into the 60s overnight. And let's uh, find out about our full forecast here uh, for the next few days. So overnight, widely scattered showers and storms, but most of them are out of here for the time being. We turn cooler down to the 60s, becoming sunny and less humid tomorrow. Highs around 80. Sunny and pleasant with low humidity on Wednesday. Highs near 80. Thursday, mostly sunny and pleasant. High 82. Friday, partly cloudy. Highs around 82 degrees. Tonight in Rockville, 71. Ashburn, 72. District Heights, 73. And we're down to the 60s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 811 on WTOP. 
Now that the Biden administration has secured passage of historic climate legislation, it needs a team to help put the plan into action. Political reports the president will announce the creation of a new White House team to oversee spending of nearly $370 billion in climate incentives, including the Inflation Reduction Act, that team led by senior advisor John Podesta. We take you live tonight to Politico's climate change reporter, Zach Coleman, and it's great to hear from you again, Zach. John Podesta's team working under the new White House Office of Clean Energy Innovation and Implementation. What can you tell us about the work that's going to be done here and maybe how quickly they'll get started? Well, they're trying to make sure that those $369 billion in climate incentives could actually be used and put to work and catalyze the type of emissions reductions that are hitting our planet uh, that, that they need to do to avoid uh, the climate catastrophe from getting worse. So they're going to try to clarify a lot of the incentives and how homeowners can take advantage of them, how local governments can use them, and even how companies can use them. So is it, uh, I, I don't mean this in a way that diminishes the work, but is it an education program beyond anything else? I think there's a part of it that's an education program, but there's also kind of the nuts and bolts of writing the language, this very technical stuff and trying to make it accessible for all these communities that, that don't have someone like a John Podesta on their payroll so that they can access this stuff and really put it to work. The climate incentives in the Inflation Reduction Act, unless you know something I don't, are not going to get us to President Biden's goals for slashing greenhouse gas emissions. Will they get close? Is this something to celebrate in that regard? Well, a lot of the projections show this getting to 40 percent reduction below 2005 levels by 2030. Now, that is a 10 percentage point difference compared to the president's goals. So there's still a lot of work that is left to be done. What this office would do that John Podesta is going to lead is going to make sure that you get to that 40% because you only get there if this is implemented properly. So that's his role here. And the president is also going to have to focus on executive actions and regulations like curbing emissions from power plants and oil and gas development to make up the difference on that 10 percentage point gap. I don't have to tell you of all people given your beat that scientists, activists are warning the clock is ticking, time is of the essence. Is there anything that could get away, get in the way of this program, including the polarized politics here in Washington? Surely one of the, thing, the things that could get in the way is if this is not implemented well, if, if it's too confusing, if the rollout is bad, if you remember the Affordable Care Act rollout in the Obama administration, the website didn't work when they rolled that out. That's the type of thing that they're trying to avoid with the Inflation Reduction Act because, yes, time is of the essence, and they really need to get this money out the door now and get these projects started as soon as possible. It was great talking to you tonight, Zach. Thanks for making time for us. Thank you. Zach Coleman there, political climate change reporter, joining us live on WTOP. Next, we are off to Rob Woodfork to find out about Monday Night Football. The commander's still in celebration mode, but also worried about a teammate who's out for the season. Stay with us. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. We can't see tomorrow, but we can hear it. Tomorrow sounds like hydrogen being added to natural gas to make it more sustainable. It sounds like solar panels generating thousands of megawatts. And it sounds like carbon being captured and stored, keeping it out of our atmosphere. 
We've been bridging to a sustainable energy future for more than 20 years. Because what we do today helps ensure tomorrow is on. Enbridge. Life takes energy. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 815, and we're going to Rob Woodfork. All right, Dimitri, you and I have worked here for a long time, so picture this. You leave your job, you go to a new job, and then your first day on the new job is going back to the old job. <laughs> That's exactly I think I know what who Russell, you're talking about. Right? This is exactly what Russell Wilson is doing right now. His first game is a Denver Bronco about to kick off here in a few minutes. And where else would it happen but in Seattle against the team that drafted him 10 years ago? They shared nine Pro Bowls. He, they went to a couple of Super Bowls and the uh, crowd there in Seattle, uh, a little bit of a mixed reception. A few people appreciated the 10 years that he was there, but very many more people do not appreciate that he wanted to leave. But uh, it, all the talk and the pomp and circumstance ends here today as they just kicked this game off Seattle ball to uh, kick off the first Monday night football game of the 2022 season. The Washington Commanders are a 1-0 football team for only the sixth time in the last 15 seasons. The window comes at a cost. Second-round pick, uh, Fidarius Mathis, the rookie defensive tackle, out for the season with a torn meniscus, suffered in the first half of his very first NFL game. And nobody was hit harder by injuries in Baltimore last year. The Ravens uh, fans have to be saying, here we go again. Uh, Kyle Fuller. Uh, suffering a season-ending torn ACL in his very first game for his hometown team. The Dallas Cowboys, the only NFC East team to lose in Week 1, they are now going to have to try and dig their way out of last place with Cooper Rush at quarterback Dak Prescott. Uh, had that thumb surgery, so he's going to be sidelined for six to eight weeks. And this is the part where I remind people that Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton are bafflingly still available in free agency. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. The Justice Department has handed out dozens of new subpoenas in connection with its investigation into the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. They were issued to more than 30 people associated with former President Trump and the efforts to influence the 2020 election. Sixty years after President JFK's famous speech that rallied the nation in the space race, President Biden visited Boston to speak about his cancer moonshot. His goal is to cut cancer death rates by half in the next 25 years. Scotland will eventually bid a fond farewell to Queen Elizabeth with the service of thanksgiving and remembrance at Edinburgh's historic St. Giles Cathedral, the first of many public farewells. The Queen's state funeral will be held next Monday in London. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. Now 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Maryland on 301 northbound at 214 Central Avenue. Car into a telephone pole. Believe they've got all traffic stopped there in the northbound direction. Southbound traffic does get by. On the Beltway in Maryland on the Montgomery County side on the outer loop. Before 355, the crash is cleared. Still some delays, though, getting past Connecticut Avenue headed toward 355. That should clear out pretty shortly, though. On 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you are good to go on each between the Beltways. 270 also in great shape. As is 50 out to the Bay Bridge, and traffic continues to run pretty well. On the Virginia side, on uh, 95 from Springfield to Point South, nothing in your way there. Everything is uh, pretty quiet on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. I believe they cleared the incident from the ramp from 66 West to Route 50, and that ramp is now reopened, and there is no delay there. Protect your home from the invisible destroyer termites. Call Home Paramount Pest Control today for a free inspection at 888-888-HOME. 
or HomeParamount.com. Bob Inler, WTLP Travel. Storm Team 4's Steve Prince of Valley with us. Steve, what do you know tonight as far as our storms? Well, thankfully, the worst of it is over, Dimitri. We're seeing some showers and thunderstorms pushing through Severna Park and Arnold into the bay right now. So all that severe weather going away. The flood watch has been canceled. Still, flood warnings continue. And they will linger for a little while until 1130 officially for Fairfax and Prince William counties, as well as the cities of Fairfax, Manassas, and Manassas Park, plus a flood warning for uh, Baltimore and Carroll counties. That goes until 1130 tonight. Simply put, watch for high water, turn around, don't drown. On Storm Team 4 radar right now, just a few showers, as I said, to our east in uh, the Annapolis area and also coming towards Winchester. These are non-severe, but we will continue to track them for you as they uh, push ahead of a cold front. Overnight lows will be in the 60s as it turns less humid overnight. As far as your day tomorrow, beautiful. Nice northwest to westerly breeze means lower humidity, sunshine up to 80. 80 on Wednesday with sunshine, lower 80s on Thursday, looking great with glorious sun again, partly cloudy Friday, lower 80s. So you get the idea, a great stretch of weather on the way. Numbers right now, 70 at Silver Springs, 73 in Arlington. Dimitri? And that is brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half of your new roof later and half never. Coming up tonight on WTOP. A quiet weekend for Prince George's County's newly enforced teen curfew. I'm Dick Yoliano. Stay with us a while. It's 820. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami. Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in central Indiana. Taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Going up? If so, you have the International Union of Elevator Constructors Local 10 to thank for that. IUEC Local 10 are go-to experts for elevators, escalators, and moving walkways. If you need your elevator or escalator project done right, on time, and on budget, go with IUEC Local 10, a proud supporter of helmets to hard hats. Get started at IUECLocal10.org. IUEC Local 10, because if it weren't for us, you'd take the stairs. It's good to have you here at 821. I'm Bob Burke founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. This is WTOP News. It is now 823. Breaking news on WTOP. Renowned jazz pianist Ramsey Lewis has died. His music entertained fans for more than 60 years. Long career there that began with the Ramsey Lewis Trio made him one of the country's most successful jazz musicians. Ramsey Lewis was 87.
A district court judge in Montgomery County has ordered the suspect in a 50-year-old cold case murder to be held without bond until trial. 71-year-old Larry Smith was arrested September 1st and charged with killing a Montgomery County Special Deputy Sheriff in October 1971. Captain James Tappenhall was found shot to death in the parking lot of the Manor Country Club in Aspen Hill. Last October, the 50th anniversary of Captain Hall's death, detectives from the cold case unit reopened the case. They narrowed their suspect list to Smith, who has been living in Little Falls, New York, for the past 45 years. During their interview, Montgomery County Police say Smith admitted to shooting Hall. Prince George's County Police say there were no violations of the teen curfew that was ordered to start over the weekend. During the first weekend of enforcement, police say officers had no curfew interactions with juveniles, their parents, or guardians. The curfew was launched on Friday, requiring kids 16 and under to be off the streets midnight to 5 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Sunday through Thursday. The police department says it's pleased to report there were no warnings, no violations. On Labor Day, County Executive Angela Alsobrooks announced the curfew because of a sharp rise in juvenile crime. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. A man is under arrest on charges of indecent exposure along Virginia's Washington and Old Dominion Trail. Investigators say the same suspect is wanted for attempted rape and sexual assault in New York. WTOP's Annalisa Gale with the latest details tonight. We have taken this predator off the street. Lieutenant Ryan Lazisky says extra patrol was added to the Washington and Old Dominion Trail in recent weeks as they searched for a man who exposed himself along the 45-mile stretch. The incidents were reported as early as August 18th. On Thursday, they arrested Juan Rodriguez Alfaro, who is wanted for attempted rape in New York. What we want to convey to the public is that uh, it is safe again to get on that trail. Rodriguez Alfaro is facing at least eight charges so far in Fairfax County. He will be extradited to New York. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP with Tom Busby. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Maybe after the pandemic, people just aren't getting dressed up like they used to. And after seeing a sharp drop in subscribers, the fashion rental company Rent the Runway is now implementing a cost-cutting plan which could see one quarter of its staff gone and save the company more than $25 million a year. On Wall Street today, there are expectations that data out tomorrow could show that inflation has peaked. And with that, stocks ended higher up for a fourth session straight. The Dow at the close up 230 points. The Nasdaq up 154 and the S&P added 43. Sales at software giant Oracle in line with estimates last quarter, thanks in large part to its transition to cloud computing and after acquiring the health record provider Cerner. And a merger appears to be in the works in the mobile home and RV resorts industry. Arizona-based Cove Communities in talks to acquire rival Blair Group of Pennsylvania could be worth a billion dollars or more. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP. Tokyo stocks up just a fraction. South Korea's Kospi is rallying tonight, up nearly 2%. And then Australia, it's up a quarter percent. Coming up here after traffic and weather. How West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin could be a key figure in averting a government shutdown. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. And we've got some breaking news. Up until now, we were hearing of great disagreement between the Justice Department and the Trump team over a possible special master for the Mar-a-Lago case. But now they are in agreement. We'll talk more coming up on this breaking news on WTOP. Why?